Welcome to the Visions of a Better World podcast. We are part of Global Visions, an association founded in Helsinki, Finland. Our goal is to bring people and organizations together as well as develop ideas and ways of thinking to make the world a better place. In this podcast series, our association is represented by me, project planner Petri Lahtinen, and Max Dalberi, the founder and chairperson of the association. We are also inviting guests to the podcast to discuss themes that are important in making the world a better place. Welcome, everyone. In a few number of, or quite a big number of recent episodes we have recorded for this podcast, we have done with uh, Professor Christian Klockers, uh, and we have discussed various historical theories of justice. And now it's just the two of us, uh, me, uh, the project planner of Global Visions, Petri Lahtinen, and the founder and chairman of Global Visions, Max Dahlberg. Welcome. Thank you. Great to be here once again. And uh, now we we sort of thought that it w- might be a good idea to go through some of the themes and ideas and theories that we discussed with Christian uh, over the course of various episodes. So kind of do a summarize some of the ideas and was sort of unpack the whole thing just between the two of us. So I don't know, uh, uh, is there some somewhere where you would want to start, Max, with this this whole whole yeah. set of episodes we did with Christian, and or what what are your uh, first initial thoughts about the sessions we had with Christian? Yeah, well, I was really happy with the sessions. They were really really, really interesting, and justice is of course a huge topic, so it's <laughs> it's difficult to. And unpack it in a, in one hour or, or something like that. But it's yeah. But it's a huge huge topic and and it's a, it's an important topic in in real life as well because people react on on a, on a world with, that is unjust if it's unjust for them. So it's 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 a huge topic in in real life as well and probably the most important topic in in morals in general. Yeah, and it's uh, uh, to add to that, it's sort of universal and timeless. I. Uh, of course, we, as we have discussed, certain utopias and utopian ideas are are also important in the association, and we, of course, might want to imagine a utopia where the justice is not an issue anymore. But historically and currently, it's, it's certainly a question that is is all the time it's 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 relevant and has been historically relevant so so we thought that uh, as we now in the, uh, next we are moving to more towards present day and the theories of justice that are currently at play but we thought that it would be interesting to sort of go through some of the most influential theories in the his during the course of history that have have uh, concerned themselves with the question of what what is justice and what is just society but yeah we maybe maybe it's just uh, logical to go where we started so we we went back to the the ancient times ancient Greece and and discussed uh, the philosophers Plato and Aristotle and what I remember from those discussions were like two important or two main items were the idea of both that they both shared was the question that or the idea that justice is something that is centrally Uh, related with the idea of a society, and in their case, the, the city-state that was in Greek known as polis, and then there was also the the importance uh, 
of on virtues and acting and being virtuous uh, as a sort of the basis of of being being a just person and where just societies are sort of built upon yeah plato's central idea was 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 that a just society is a society where everyone does what they do best mm. and that's that's of course an interesting idea mm. but to my mind that sounds more like a, like a well functioning society mm. than a just one mm. maybe also a just one but but more more a well functioning mm. so it in that sense it's it's something that we can hope for and and strive towards but but then there are problems because somebody might do a job might be best at a job that is really tough physically or a job that get not that this person that does not get well paid and things like that so so i don't think it's enough to to just say that people should do what they do best or know best maybe those should be supported that cannot do a really interesting job or a job where there's power involved or 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 things like this so it's not enough to just say that we should do what we know best but we should maybe be be helped and supported even after that if this is the case in a society yes and also one point that currently comes into mind is when we connect this idea with with uh, society at large or as a whole uh, is that currently for example one idea that is advocated among many thinkers and theoricians of, of justice and, and the philosophy of justice is that uh, one basic kind of good that should be secured for everyone is the access to education and that is something like if someone is let's say has a natural tendency to be good at mathematics for example Uh, that person in 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 various various uh, societies across the world might not have the possibility of of exercising or practicing that that natural habit if if that person does not have access to education for example uh, in many countries if the education especially higher level education let's say at uh, university level education is something that the person must pay for him or herself if that person comes from poor background uh, he or she might not have the opportunity to pursue that uh, that talent but also in a country in in nordic countries as well there's been some evidence that people who come from uneducated and uh, poor backgrounds uh, have kind of this I don't want to say mental block, but there's this kind of uh, cultural atmosphere that they even don't pursue that uh, possibility because they it, it's not something that has been encouraged in their uh, in their environment where they have been uh, brought up. So uh, similarly, I Aristotle and Plato both thought that that the society plays an important part that that to to make people in in Plato's case for example that people have the external circumstances of of exercising and practicing those natural uh, talents but then both thinkers at large so that the society must be the the sort of environment where people act virtuously and just Yeah, and I, I mean access to education, universal access to education is, is vital in many ways mm-hmm. and should apply glo- globally, of course. Mm-hmm. And when people have access to education, this has many positive repercussions on society on a large level as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, democracy works much better if people are educated and mm-hmm. actually people should be educated in order for democracy to work and in order for the human individual to thrive and in order for the society to thrive as well. So education is is vital. Yeah, and maybe going going because just before recording this episode now i was working on working on on a, a blog text that uh, is about the ethics and 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 the virtues uh, partially about those themes in in aristotle's thinking and then there 
I briefly touched on the influence Aristotle had on later uh, mainly Western modes of thought regarding these same themes and one one particular influence that was emphasized in, in a couple of other texts was the, his influence on virtue ethics and uh, and sort of when, when if you read Plato and Aristotle and about virtues you read about that they regarded like for the, for example the cardinal virtues of being uh, were like among them were wisdom and courage and temperance and and and, and justice if memory serves me now correctly but uh, anyway the these the, the virtues that they listed are something that even today you can say that okay wisdom is is a good thing good uh, a good thing in itself and courage and justice but I was just I started to think think about whether we are now when we are brought up and and of course like we are brought up to be model or not model but good citizens at least and 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 when we are children many of our parents and teachers emphasize that it's important to treat other people just and and in the way that we ourselves want to be treated but i don't know if if virtues are any more like the, the the very concept of virtue or the word virtue is is still like is it present anymore in a, in a, to a larger extent in 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 our current societies yeah probably it's not present as much as it has been mm-hmm. and that's a shame because i mean discussion and thinking about ethics and, and virtues is especially is i mean it's vital it's we should discuss these things much more i mean a, a, a truly happy and person a person who lives a good life mm-hmm. must have some thoughts and and influences of, of moral thinking and virtues especially so and today maybe in 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 modern secular cultures because religion plays such a small part now that has also led to the fact that people don't discuss ethics as much i would say at least it it can can be a can play a part here so but we, but we should for sure discuss ethics and, and virtues especially and much more and, and let them influence our lives as well. Yeah, and if we think about, for example, we have had here in Finland uh, elections recently, and uh, I was I started to think about the topic that now I read about um, because there's been now of and every time I think there's different analysis of of the. Of the elections and the results, but I came across this one uh, news article or interview of a researcher about this particular topic, and there, that researcher uh, discussed the, the 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 changing trends in voting. That when when people have voted primarily uh, a political party, and when they have uh, voted particularly a, a Certain candidate, and going to the actual point that I'm 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 getting at here, is that I have this kind of intuitive idea or feeling now that people they they just look at the politicians or the candidates and they look at the things that they are uh, promising in their campaigns, but I don't know if if, if there's so much emphasis anymore on the sort of politicians or the particular candidates uh, moral values that or the the if 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 is if, if, is it any more important to people the voters to have a virtuous person uh, has their has their the, the candidate in the election that it, people they say that okay we will do this with taxes we will do this with the environment we will promise this and that and that but no one is like i will be i promise to be truthful and i promise that i will uh, stand by my 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 government and my my political party and stick to the to the moral principles that i i i sort of give out so that is something because 
I think previously maybe also the, now as you said secularized country when religion is not so important anymore but politics are that it, the politicians might not be any more sort of they don't act as role models for the citizens they are in power yes but they don't act as a role model and you can think of some some like one evident example is Donald Trump that uh, there are people of course people voted him in power but were there people who thought that hey yeah, he's a good role model he's he's uh, uh, practicing virtues that I want to see in everyday life for example yeah and this ties into populism which is of course a, a huge problem today and, and the problem is that many politicians just promise things that they think will get them votes and, and, and this ties also partly into Plato's view of, of the philosopher kings mm. it's of course not possible today to bring up a person from a young age or, or anything like that but, but at the same time we should still try to vote for politicians who have, are best equipped in making the right decisions so I mean in this sense Plato's view on, on these philosopher kings is still relevant mm. and maybe we should also try to vote for politicians who, have, who can be said to have the best judgment mm. are best, best equipped at making right decisions but of course today's world is so complex that it's of course in many ways impossible to know the right decision but, but, but still it would be important to emphasize the judgment and maybe the knowledge that the person has and, and things like this but, mm. but yeah so in this sense Plato is still relevant and these are even more important things in the future because of climate change and, 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 and the necessary decisions that need, need to be made and, and populism is, is a huge problem here as well. Yes, and I think I already I mentioned this same point while we were discussing the topic with Klockas was that uh, even though we don't it, it's quite uh, utopian and maybe uh, some undesirable to have philosopher kings as Plato uh, visioned that position in society but one thing that still the politicians should maybe pursue more uh, in in contemporary world is that yes as you said the world is more complex and getting more complex but politicians or uh, consulting various specialists and experts and and relying on that for example as you brought up climate change that that the decision making from a governmental level should be uh, it should be advised and 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 consulted by by environmental scientists and if environmental scientists if there's because now there's also complete uh, scientific communities so if if the scientific community uh, in the environmental sciences says that that we should do this that and that in order to avoid the worst climate catastrophe then the policymakers and politicians should uh, pay attention to the, what they say and 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 let these uh, scientific results and arguments guide their policy making. Yeah, and for sure we should rely even more on scientific knowledge in politics. Mm. It's, it, I mean, it's vital in order to be able to make the right decisions. It was quite interesting when I was also following the Finnish elections. Uh, the, the, this is because this theme is also problematic because there were some occasions when two politicians might might even refer to the same uh, scientific article mm. and have different <laughs> viewpoints or different interpretations <laughs> yeah. so this is quite and that's of course a difficult big, difficult decision or position because I was also sometimes not sure what to think mm. of a certain topic mm. but but I, I would imagine that it, this is, should not be possible it should not be possible to have two opposing views of, of the same facts yeah so we should I mean and this is also into populism and, and knowledge and and truth Mm. So the, and these are huge problems today, and the, the voters should know what is. At least, uh, well, one solution would be for the scientists to mm. say, to state what what it really, what this paper really means, and then the politicians should should believe that. Yes, and, and uh, I, I was just thinking that during this election, when I was following the the the, the discussions leading up to that the panel discussions 
it seems also that now there's now this ties also to the in populism because uh, uh, the, it seems also and this might might I think can imagine this is the case in other countries as well that uh, it's not so much about uh, relying on 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 facts or scientific uh, knowledge and te- results but then there's sort of it's it has gone back to sort of rhetorics that be- people are sort of the, the the discussions are not so much about this about the truth whatever that might be but about winning the opponent in the discussion and and that like i said ties into the populism that you might be that if you might not be so necessarily uh well uh, you don't might not know the facts the so-called facts or might not be aware of of various research and scientific results and whatnot but if you are sort of better performer then you you might uh draw more votes and attention to yourself because people are like oh he's so 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 good performer and that is like i think one that has been one analysis analysis of of the uh, u.s elections where donald trump won because he was such a good uh, performer and so also aggressive uh, uh, compared to hillary clinton so those are also some 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 things that i wanted to mention to, to what you said earlier yeah and this also ties into to education once again because if people would be better educated then they would not as easily believe claims that are not based on facts or 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 believe somebody who's just trying to get votes yeah irrespective of of the facts or and just focusing on performing in a entertaining way <laughs> yeah uh, and i think i i had some point about going to other topics that we discussed with Klokkas, one one particular uh, ideology that we discussed was liberalism and what I when I did some uh, preparations for that discussion uh, reading upon uh, liberalism as an ideology and as a Uh, political movement I think also that when you well, I had some point about because when we think about the yes the society in in the case of for example Plato and Aristotle as as the 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 ground or the basis where justice is built upon and that seems like the, uh, both Plato and especially Aristotle have in their works uh, emphasized that that they thought that justice cannot be pursued outside a society and that is also a theory that some of the some of later for example english theoricians uh, also advocated uh, for example i think thomas hobbes who who had the theory that without uh, society and societal rules it's it's everyone's war against each other but uh going coming back to liberalism i think i have had the kind of uh notion or idea that liberalism uh especially when we move towards more modern day the the, the liberalism places more focus on on individual so if 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 we sort of think about individual as a moral agent uh, who is acting just then he's because for example in aristotle's thinking he he sort of said that acting just is also it has that intrinsic value of acting virtuous but also that you learn Uh, virtues by by witnessing other people acting virtues and then modeling that behavior and then th- that you act virtues is one one reason of acting virtues is because 
you want to live as in a just society but then when you place more focus on the individual in the context of liberalism then when you take that ideology to, to the extreme then it's more about what is just for me you know what, yeah. what, that that i have a right to my, my property and that, 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 that i have my rights that not that must not be violated and taking to the very extreme there's even ideas like liberal utopias that are called like night watch states where the the, the role of the state is diminished that they just are there to sort of guard and guarantee that individual have their 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 rights and and uh, proper uh, and secure their property so that is interesting that it's that it sort of moves the justice from a joint societal project to the, the individual yeah and this is a big big question and an issue today because because we are truly social animals and mm. happiness can only be found uh, for most people a person as well at least happiness can only be found in, in, in interactions with other persons so uh, we need we need people that are close to us in our lives and 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 in this sense liberalism is is a, is problematic and and the night watch state is of course i don't i can't support that idea of mm. course it's because it's yeah that's not a good idea yeah because then the the the, the, the state does not anymore provide the the external circumstances for people to uh, pursue good life because then it's like because nowadays if 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 you think about the question of justice in a modern day context and and think about some of the thinkers who have extended this idea we go to people like John Rawls and his idea of the veil of ignorance and then also uh, for example Martha Nussbaum who has extended the the earth justice that it should also uh, provide the best uh, circumstances for let's say disabled persons uh, who I think in this night watch state (laughs) scenario are in a very very poor position but also uh, Nussbaum was ex- has ex- extended his or her I'm sorry her uh, idea of justice to also concern uh, non-human animals so yes the, the liberalism is is focuses on the individual but if we would think about justice in a larger context I think we both can agree that it it should encompass as much uh, people and also maybe animals as possible because we are also living these are all living creatures that we are living in societies but then at larger in, in on the same planet yeah absolutely I agree yeah and the problem with the nightwatch state is that it, it would lead to great inequality mm. and this is a huge problem and it, and it ties of course into justice as well and mm. there has been research saying that in an unequal society even those who are at the top mm. uh, feel bad because of this or mm. it har- the inequality harms even them so mm. I mean this is a, is a huge topic today and it's an inequality is rising due to also due to globalization in today's mm. world so mm. we would need to to really do something about this because this is not sustainable in any way yes and then uh, I we, one thinker we also discussed was Karl Marx who is of course has been influential uh, for for over a century now and uh, almost close to two centuries as a matter of fact and and we sort of we can one way of interpreting his uh, thinking was his kind of stance against liberalism but also uh, maybe I should note here that liberalism is is, is very complex uh, topic in itself because it it means so many things that it can be 
ideology, it can be philosophy, but it can also be uh, politics. But if if the for the sake of simplicity, I just refer to liberalism as a whole, and uh, Marx was known partially for his criticism towards liberalism, which of course at his time was very different than it is during during our days. But even he acknowledged that, and this makes liberalism very problematic, is that in the sort of heart of liberalism, whatever that is, there are certain values that you can easily advocate and support, for example, freedom. That we, I think that many people, or most people, hopefully, would advocate that, that people have freedom, be it freedom, to, freedom of uh, speech, freedom of uh, uh, freedom of sexuality, freedom of identity, whatever that is. So, also there are uh, some universal and even timeless values that are in 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 the center of liberalism, liberalist ideology. Yeah, freedom is of course w- vital and should be supported, but it, it should also not be. Uh, developed too far in a societal sense, yeah. And then one should also, I mean, one should also try to use their freedom in 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 a smart way. Mm. And this would is also even more important today, again, because of climate change and because of and, and people should make smart decisions in in this sense as well. Like for instance, eat less meat and and live in a sustainable way. Yeah. So it's people should also use their freedom in a smart way. Yeah, and that is something that goes back to the. Asian philosophers when they talk about uh, that sometimes there was at at times there was uh, this distinction between uh, uh, of stif- different sort of virtues that some virtues were intrinsically good for example wisdom that you uh, that Plato and Aristotle thought that if you if you are a wise person if you possess wisdom then that is good in itself. Uh, of course, nowadays maybe some people would argue that you can be a very wise p- p- person, but then use your wisdom, uh, sort of, to do things that are n- not necessarily positive. That if you s- think about, for example, dictators, you might say that some of them have been very wise, uh, that um, uh, that they have sort of used some sort of wisdom to gain gain the pos- position. That they're in, but I, maybe these Asian philosophers would argue that they are actually not wise, that they don't possess. That's not the wisdom that they're talking about. But anyway, they they said like like practical wisdom. You you said that yeah, you sh- that for example, freedom that was not uh, maybe listed as a, a virtue, but let's say for example, if you are like. A courageous person, or one uh, one very evident uh, virtue that, that they that was also present in antiqu- in the in antiquity was wealth, but there many said that wealth in itself is not good. That w- the wealth becomes virtue when you when it's coupled with wisdom that you use it wisely. So that is also something that we still can maybe uh, find applicable and usable from the antiquity in the present day that if 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 we still live in liberal societies that we ha- and we have that freedom or liberty as has the name would suggest in uh, in liberalism that that is something that should be used wisely and as you said also in the the in this especially in the in the context of environmental questions that there are like in the sphere of economics you have a certain amount or quite a great amount of liberty to exercise uh, uh, economics or enterprises have a lot of uh, flexibility and freedom but then then if they start to use those that liberty to exploit, for example, uh, limited natural resources, 
to the extent that they will run out or cause environmental damage or whatever, then we could say that that uh, those those companies and enterprises are uh, misusing that liberty that the societies are uh, giving them. Yeah, and it's a difficult question. Uh, to to think about if if there are some values or virtues that are good in themselves, it's it's I don't know what to think about mm. this. It also depends maybe on how you act according to this value. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what to say about this, but this ties partly into Kant and his thinking of of the categorical imperative, where he thought that when you act in a certain way, you should always act in this way mm. or lift it mm. up to a universal law. Mm. I don't I don't believe in this because mm. this is really really strange, but. Mm. But maybe he was. I think he was. Maybe he was influential because this was a concrete way of looking at morals, mm. and in the same way as utilitarianism was also a concrete way of looking at how to act. Mm. Uh, so that uh, utilitarianism said that you should act so that the happiness is maximized. Mm. So I think this is why these two views have been so influential. I don't. I don't believe in either of them. Mm. But but yeah. But they have been in their own time concrete ways of of saying how you should act. Yeah. And. Yeah, Immanuel Kant was one of the thinkers we discussed uh, also with Glockers and that uh, a categorical imperative uh, is something, uh, it's still influential because uh, at least I think in many, many Western countries people learn that idea in schools uh, still even today and uh, one that we, because categorical imperative, but even though in, I think if 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 we, if we would ask about this, uh, from a philosopher, uh, a philosopher might approach that idea more philosophically. But if we take this categorical imperative to be some sort of uh, usable guideline in real life context then we can also compare it uh, to Aristotle who had the idea that is also present in the to some extent in 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 in, in the present days that the idea of golden mean that 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 you should avoid extremes and 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 pursue a virtue that is between those two extremes, for example, that cowardice is a vice, but also being rash or too bold is another extreme that, that is also vice, and that you should be uh, somewhere in, in between. So, uh, but why I brought this up is also that that I, as I was writing about Aristotle few weeks ago uh, there has been made arguments that might be also the case with Kant is that the golden mean as well as um, uh, the categorical imperative should not be approached as sort of practical guidebooks to acting uh, in, in, in everyday real life but they are more maybe they are more use, usable as sort of uh, as the tools of thinking when you are making ethical decisions in your life, because most most of the time it's it's if you have a situation that demands immediate action or reaction, then you don't have the time simply don't have the time to sort of weigh different options but if, if if these categorical imperative and golden means are something that you have you sort of have present in your life or you have been sort of adapted in your thinking then they can influence you on making uh, ethical decisions I don't know if, if, if uh, now when I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about these two two theories or things I don't I don't. I don't know if I have any opinion. If if they are, if I personally believe that they are still usable, influential, of course, and in themselves, I don't like the basis of them. I think is is positive, but I don't know if 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 they still are something that that are usable. What do you, what do you think about? 
Yeah, well, I would agree that maybe they should be seen as, as kind of signposts or guidelines that can help us in our thinking, but but there is not one, no single principle that can always tell us how we should act in a certain situation. And then this ties also into deliberative democracy, which was also discussed with Christian. Maybe and, and I mean, maybe the best idea, if there is a problem, maybe the best idea to find a solution is to discuss this problem with other persons and try to find agreement. And in this discussion, you can use these old theories. Yeah. But if, 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 and if, if there is a large agreement be, between many people on a certain issue, then, then this agreement is, mo- in most cases, pretty wise. And, and maybe should, and maybe we should then act according to this idea. But this is of course, it's of course difficult in practice to find agreement. But but it's not impossible, and it depends on the question, of course, as well. Yes, and that is also maybe that is a very that can be a transition to another episode topic that we discussed, which was uh, cosmopolitanism. Uh, that because and as we have mentioned already a couple of times uh, in this particular discussion is that that our world is uh, constantly more complex on the one hand and more global on the other hand so nowadays there's of course there's a lot of uh, issues that are are more local that uh, that the decision and policy making uh, is it's more practicable and useful to keep the decision sort of uh, close and tight but then for example in the in uh, the issue of for example climate change is something that is a global issue and there here there's sort of The, the discussion and, and decision making sh- probably should be extended to to a larger larger group of of people and decisions decision decision maker makers and policy makers across the world. Yeah, well, I mean, local decisions and local problems should be solved locally, but then global decisions could be should be solved in a, in a global way mm-hmm. and through global discourse mm-hmm. and, and cooperation. So. Uh, we discussed a bit the idea of a world government or a world state. This is, and the problem is that it, it could easily lead to a dictatorship. And mm-hmm. it's, it's in this many in this sense many don't support it today. But but if you if we view world government as an arena where we could make mm-hmm. global decisions together, where everybody would be heard, then this could be a more usable idea. Or then we could have a world parliament where there, there would be parties who would form the government and then there would be opposing parties as 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 things are in 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 national democracies then this could also be a solution but for sure we need more global cooperation and more global decision making this is vital today in many ways yeah and, and for example the already previously mentioned Martha Nussbaum has also uh, touched on this theme because she all has also acknowledged that the, the, that in today's societies uh, justice should not only be extended to disabled persons and, and non-human animals as I mentioned previously but also uh, justice should be make made a global project and instead of the, this world state or world government uh, she has advocated for for imp- uh, implementation and, and founding of of international organizations that truly have uh, authority and, and power on, on 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 global matters and for example one we could mention is is of course the 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 climate change and environmental questions that that are cross-national issues but then of course also one topic that we have explored uh, in our blog is is the the implementation of, of basic human needs and human rights as a global project and and that is something that yeah we, if, if, if we take that uh, we If hu- dignified human life 
is something that we can agree that everyone should have, then the 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 realization of uh, basic needs and the human rights is of course something that is also a question of global justice and and should not necessarily be left only uh, as a issue of local decision making. Yeah, for sure. And we have previously discussed the idea of the free movement of people and and a global basic income. And and of course, this this will not be implemented anytime soon. But Mm. if they would be implemented at some point in time, then this would be in a truly cosmopolitan world Mm. and a true world citizenship where everybody would be treated in many ways in the same way and and where the collective well-being would also increase through these reforms for sure. So this Mm. this would mean a truly cosmopolitan world, Mm. which is something that I, of course, support. And and one thing about maybe the cosmopolitanism is that interests me personally is is the uh, one well I don't want to be let's let's start with with a criticism or or, or problem and then move to a more positive uh, side of this but the one one critical or problematic thing here uh, when we are thinking about uh, global justice is that we still that and this in itself is a good thing that that there are still di- very different cultures and 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 different societies that might share uh, very different views on justice and uh, of course it, it it's it's problematic to say the least to s- sort of force some sort of universal theory of justice or or uh, form of government or whatever on 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 all over the world if 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 the the people who have different uh, theories different worldviews different systems are not uh, willingly receiving them but um, the positive side here is is also that if 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 cosmopolitanism is is something truly inclusive or a inclusive project then is that there some of the, the yes the problematic side is that <laughs> can we take any positive influences for example uh, uh, countries that have dictators, dictatorship probably not but then there's of also uh, if we go to the environmental questions there are still uh, all over the world there are still these uh, people who people and tribes who still live very in very close connection with nature so in in truly cosmopolitan project of uh, and global project of justice there are uh, if it's truly inclusive there are many ideas that we might have not have so uh, they are not present in our or they are not present yes in the discussion that we are having uh, here in our Western countries that can be useful, and that is something that I find truly interesting. That we, we, there might be forms of uh, wisdom that are that we are not aware of that are still very usable and maybe ac- applicable if if we can form sort of bring those uh, the the ideas that are positive into the into our societies yeah the question of of what is universal is mm. is of course a really difficult one and mm. a complex one and mm. i think in the west we think that the things that we believe in are universal and we might not necessarily be right right in in this so we should listen maybe to other viewpoints and other ways of living as well uh, but uh, one thing that I would say that this universal is human rights. Mm-hmm. So the, this could serve as a starting point mm-hmm. for 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 decision making globally and and for forming the world in a global way. Mm-hmm. Because human rights are are universal and 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 the declaration in the United Nations declaration is is some is a good starting point in this. Yes, and something that maybe goes even further than that is the arg- there's there has been argument that the. Uh, the the sort of moral norm that mo- mo- most of our Westerners know from 
Judeo-Christian tradition is the the principle that uh, no, I just had to think of what there's uh, there's this formula of saying it in English, but the basic idea is is do unto others what you want to what done to yourself, and that is arguably a theory that uh, some pe- uh, many many people and researchers uh, think that is universal that there's that there are are no no cultures where that would not advocate that 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 that's norm that that is is a good moral uh, basis that you should act in a way that you want other people to act towards you yeah i would probably agree that this is universal universal thing this I, this rule could also be twisted in in a, in a small way and, and 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 say that do unto others what they want to be done onto them <laughs> this should be a twist yeah. and I, i would al- I, i would also agree that this would also be true but but the first version is also true yeah the, yeah the, yeah it's of, of and of course there's the uh, if you go to i don't know i don't want this might sound that i'm 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 overly critical critical about liberalism but if if we if i think about liberalism in the context of overly individualistic culture then there's uh, also maybe the idea that that basically do whatever you want if you can get away with it that if if you can uh, uh, yeah if if you can make a ton of money out of other people and 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 have it your way and and get away with it then it's 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 okay from this extreme liberal point of view But of course, that Mike, I can't, I can't imagine that being kind of societal rule. That yes, of course, that if you like, that, that, that it's, it's just impossible to say. It. Of course, you can do a crime if you can get away with it. But yes, that yeah, there's the, the, on on paper, many many moral guidelines are they sound nice and good, but how they are then put into practice is another topic in itself. Yeah, and if you could do anything that you can get away with, then this would of course lead to a big catastrophe and and, and settle this array. Yeah. And maybe this also ties maybe the most important thing question in, in morals is if a person can act in a wrong way and still be happy. Mm-hmm. This is in a, quite a, a profound question in a way. I would agree, argue that this is not possible, mm. but uh, that true happiness always comes from comes from acting right and mm. cherishing good human relationships and mm. and being altruistic and things like this. Maybe you should more than anything you should maybe forget yourself and try to focus on other people more than yourself. So in this sense, moral moral values and acting according to them is is really vital. It has always been vital and it will be vital in the future as well. Yeah, I think I'm not not. 100% certain about this but I have this sort of notion that there has been uh, over the years over over decades even maybe centuries of of well at least theories of course but even research nowadays that 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 if you do good to others that also increase increases your own happiness if you see And that may maybe ties in also to what you mentioned earlier that 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 there's the evidence that that in societies that are unjust or unequal, uh, people who are in the in in the better position are still less happy than in societies where where which are more widely uh, just and and equal. Yeah, we are all in connection with each other, and nobody is an island. Nobody can survive on their own, and and one's happiness is tied to to other people as well. And this is why equality and and inequality are so fundamental fundamental questions in and topics in in society. Yes, and and uh, and maybe towards the maybe we are uh, getting towards the end of our discussion. Let's see, but I was thinking that one topic that or one concept that has been brought up here a few times 
is is the concept of happiness that was uh, as you mentioned in one of the end goals of utilitarianism was to increase the happiness of uh, as much as people much people as possible and that was also the concept that was uh, very central in the thinking of Plato and Aristotle they used the term eudaimonia which we also discussed with Christian and um, maybe happiness is, is in a word in itself in in any English language uh, is is something that it might not be maybe so useful to go to the uh, semantics of that particular word but if if we understand happiness more widely as did for example Plato and especially Aristotle as uh, living uh, and faring well in life or even more broadly in in, in some of inter- interpretation of Aristotle's philosophy meaning as the best possible life then we can uh, probably agree that that the question the the uh, question of justice and the purpose of justice is to guarantee the best possible life for everyone in the end and also best possible life can be also be understood as what for example Martha Nussbaum and Amartya Sen advocated in their capabilities theory that that they that these things are the prerequisites for hu- dignified human life so these may are maybe happiness uh, best possible life dignified human life are something that in the end may mean the same thing that uh, that's uh, if we pursue truly just and equal better world that is a world where everyone has the best circumstances and possibilities and capabilities or whatever word you use to uh, to live uh, the best possible life that they can yes I agree well put <laughs> so maybe this, these are some of the topics uh, that we have now discussed here that we have briefly or we, we have gone into more detail with Christian we discussed uh, Plato, Aristotle uh, liberalism, Immanuel Kant Marxism and uh, also utilitarianism and finally cosmopolitanism and uh, if you haven't already listened to to those episodes uh, we strongly recommend that you do because as I said we go uh, more into detail of of those topics but today we just wanted to kind of just the two of us sort of have this more casual free conversation about these topics and 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 sort of go through them in the sense that what the the association global visions is doing is 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 pursuing a, a better world that is more just so these theories are important and in the future i think that we will uh, bring this discussion and these ideas uh, from the from history to present day and and of course we have discussed present day situations and issues here but uh, probably in the future we we are more concerned about and interested about how can we uh, concretely pursue a more just world uh, in the present and what are the most applicable and usable theories of justice as we are pursuing this project. Yeah, justice and equality are the core values of, of our association, so we will continue discussing and thinking about these themes in the future and maybe look at some other issues in the future and, and see how they relate to justice. So this discussion will continue in the future. Yeah, thank you all for listening and, and, and stay tuned for for more more episodes and discussions uh, probably also with with other guests about these topics and uh, yeah thank you Max this has been very uh, very uh, good conversation about uh, about various topics that we 
we had previously with Christian, so it, it was nice to uh, summarize, build them, and, and have this more informal discussion about them. Yes, thank you, and thank you to all the listeners as well. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us at www.globalvisions.fi. Check out also Max's book, which is available to download for free at www.avisionofabetterworld.net. We are also on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn and Discord. Everyone is welcome to take part in our activities and discussion, which is an invitation to reflect on how to make the world a better place.